Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is June 12th, 2023. Welcome to Fightful. Uh, a bit of a new era of Fightful. Now, every weeknight, Monday to Saturday, we have a live post show. Post Raw, post NXT, post Dynamite, post ROH and Impact, post SmackDown, and now post Collision starting this Saturday at 1010 Eastern. We're bringing the post Collision show. We've got Riccicino, uh, Iridium Fierro, and Cresta that will be joining us. And uh, doing that post-show review. I'll be hopping on there as an insider from time to time, including this Saturday, uh, which is what I did this past Friday on the the SmackDown post-show. So just a reminder, that SmackDown post-show now back at 10, 10 Eastern. And if anything on Rampage needs to be covered, uh, the Collision team will do that. But we've got Denise Salcedo here. Throughout this summer, Like Denise and I will be just missing each other an awful lot. Like last week, Denise was out. Uh, I believe the 26th, we've got Alex and Kate filling in for us. Uh, who knows if I'll make it back on July 3rd. My flight lands 15 minutes before Raw on July 3rd. So I'm going to be watching it as I ride home. And I'm going to try to catch that. Then after all in, I think my flight lands 15 minutes before Raw as well. I know Denise barely shows up to work in the summer. She is on the <laughs> edge say, Brock Lesnar vac- schedule. I have a vacation coming up too. And I was thinking about yeah. that right now. I haven't even told you about that. Is the By one the way, to, I have a vacation coming up. Is That's the one overseas, right? Yeah, I'll be gone yeah, for I know a about that. days. Greece, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I knew about that. I scooped you on your own vacation. Oh, okay, just making sure. I forgot I to put mention that in it. our. I should have put that in our FightfulSelect.com select portions updates. If you guys aren't already, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's the most direct way to support us. Uh, every month, we've got hundreds of news reports, and I mentioned those select portions updates. Instead of uh, like six or seven big articles, what we'll do is we'll compile a bunch of small bits into one, so you're getting like five or six exclusives in each one. But uh, tonight, we had info on... Vince changing things again on WWE Raw, if you're into that sort of thing. But we had details on an act in WWE that's likely getting repackaged and what Vince McMahon didn't like about them. Uh, This past weekend, we had a lot of AEW Fight Forever news, some internal concerns, some things they're very confident in. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of interview notes as well. I've got a long-form feature on Nick Comoroto that I will tell you guys an awful lot about here in a moment, or actually later on the show. But we had details on what kicked off this show, Denise. We said that WDB was going to continue to streamline their championships, and they did it. Rhea Ripley is awarded a new championship. It looks a lot like Seth Rollins' title. What would you think about this, Denise? 
Well, this was definitely something that we already saw coming the second that we saw that Asuka got her new championship. So it was very crystal clear that we were going to see a new belt for Rhea Ripley. I think my question was on Friday was more so of, okay, well, what direction are they going to go with Rhea Ripley? What official title are they going to give her? And so we got we got an answer here today. I was excited to see that they uh, fixed it. I prefer this over the 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 brand spot branded title belt you know raw and smackdown so i think this makes things a lot easier i know that a lot of people's online criticism though is that they wish that the belts would have been a little bit different for the men and the women versus just the color of the straps but i'm like okay i get it i get what they're doing i, I do also would like it to be a little bit different but it's fine it's not too big of a deal to me it's not like a deal break or anything i love the white strap though i'm a big fan of the white strap belts i'm actually kind of a bigger fan of white strap belts than i am a black strap belts so for me i do love the white strap a whole lot and i was very happy uh that they finally fixed everything so one of the things that i reported on fightfulselect.com that wdb sources had told me was that one of the reasons why they wanted to make these titles look the same but different depending on what brand you're on was the same reason that they did this in in the first place years ago with the the, the titles they wanted to make it seem on par with the Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins championships. That way, people couldn't look at it and say lesser than, lesser than. Naturally, the booking will, will sort of dictate whether or not people view it as lesser than. But it was a way that <clears throat> they could do that and say, okay, the women's titles are on an even plane with these as well. We had a whole bunch of details on that on FightfulSelect.com. But if you don't want to subscribe to that, you can leave us a thumbs up here today you can leave us a nice review on uh, itunes apple whatever the hell you listen on that goes a long way as well make sure you hit the subscribe button and you can get your question or statement in by sending a super chat or a humper chat here at youtube.com fightful we are closing in on ninety thousand subscribers would love to get there this week that would be wonderful you can also go to humperchats.com and leave your question or statement before we go on the air. And with shows every night, I know that some of you can't catch them all, obviously, wouldn't expect you to, but you can leave them earlier in that day. For example, Omar Diaz says, Sean, when you go to England, will you avenge the wrongful termination of Hollywood Salcedo by the hands of the LWLO? What is the LWLO? I don't know. What did I miss? What's happening? I don't even understand this question. I mean, is this the wrestle talk uh world I don't order know. or something? I don't know. Mars Omar's gonna have to explain. I don't know. I thought this was something that you guys were all in on that I wasn't in on. I wasn't in on it. I wasn't, I wasn't in, in on, on it. it either. I have no idea. Listen, only a fool would fire Denise Salcedo. Shelton says, now that they've streamlined a top singles world title for the men and the women, what are they gonna do about the men's tag team titles? So this is a big question. Oh, lukewarm Luke Owen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I get it now. Okay. I was like, okay. what is LWLL? You yeah. know what I was thinking? I'm like, okay. Well, obviously I was thinking LWO, but I was thinking like lovers thrown in there. I'm like, what else would start with an L that would kind of make sense. I'm dying right now. I didn't realize that that was all made LWLO. By the way, oh real God. quickly, I got Luke addicted to guess what? You won't believe it. Thakis. Crack. Crack. No, oh. Thakis. Really? Literally, Luke sent me a picture the other day that he and his parents tried Takis, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, I will say this, like, of all the chips that have sort of taken off in the last, like, 10 years, I see Takis the most by far. Like, those have exploded over the yeah, last, like... Yeah, they'll be giving you a tummy ache, bro. 
Yeah, I don't. I try not to eat a bunch of chips. Uh, I like just a a good old plain potato chip. In these, of course you do, Sean. I wouldn't of, expect anything else. What other kind of chips? I mean, let me tell I you. I eat all of you, them. I do. I eat all of them. I don't care. I eat all I mean, the hot chips, all the regular chips, any chips. Oh, I don't care. Flaming hot see. puffs, Fred Chester's fries, hot Cheetos, hot Cheetos lemon. Uh, the hot, hot Cheetos lemon. The, the onion rings, the hot onion rings too. Dockies. Um, okay. Hot Cheeto, I got hot some flaming hot Fritos. I got some to send to you. I'm going to send you some Grippo's barbecue chips. They're incredible. I think you're going to like them. I had them uh, somebody says Sean Lay's original. Oh, hell no. Not Lay's original. We're talking like maybe like Grippo's, Mike Sells, something like that. Something kind of local to here. I, I'm not big on Lay's. They're like way too just salty for me. Hold on. So you don't even like like regular famous basic chips. You like like basic boring local chips. Uh, there. Listen, listen. Nobody from around this area would ever let you call those basic boring chips. They sound like basic boring chips. I'm sorry. And it sounds like you shit your brains out every no, day. No, I life. have a high tolerance for chili. Like I can have a ton of salsa. You should see me with jalapenos, bro. I just be dumping him. Oh my god <laughs> i like hot food it's so good uh well that that i don't i am very much in the dominic mysterio thing of like no ketchup i don't like spice type of thing like ketchup is not spicy what are you i talking know that's about? the joke denise oh, oh i was about to say god. what's going no it just makes me so angry because i will never forget the day that i saw you eat a salad without any dressing i nearly died when i saw that that's when I realized it. I was like, Sean and I were two different people. When was that? Um, uh, that was uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. What was I doing? There was a reason I didn't have dressing. I can't remember what it was. It was the world famous dinner. Oh, my God. The one where a bunch of dweebs exposed themselves for not having friends. Oh, my God. All these people that talk about wrestling know each other and like each other. And they eat food? They should, what they should have really been mad about was your salad with no dressing. It was, it was a decent salad. I don't usually have it without dressing, but they didn't have whatever it is, like a vinaigrette. What I find funny, too, about you, Sean, is that every time we go eat at a restaurant, you always tend to go for the healthier alternative, right? I see you with your little yeah, iced tea to. and your little, wa your little water and your little salad. And then I see you at the shows and you're like oh, chugging down on like a burger or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's no healthy options at these, these venues I'm at like, all. I'm like, what's the point of him being health cautious, health conscious at the restaurant? restaurant and then you show up to the event and you're all freaking chugging all this food but i mean like what are the other options at an arena nothing you just sit there and don't eat <laughs> nachos pizza a terrible hot dog which i'm not cameron hawkins cameron hawkins seahawk on twitter let me tell you all what he eats he'll go no bun raw glizzy just bareback that's it he'll oh, that sounds bad and i know it does and here's the thing denise <laughs> What what Cam does is he won't even take a bite out of it. He'll just swallow it whole. And what he this what is starting Cam to feel will, like an insult. Are you low key insulting no, him? No, I'm not insulting him. Listen, this is just how he eats his his hot dogs. Seahawk will will take these hot dogs, these glizzies, and what he'll do is he'll grab them. He'll he'll put them in his mouth without biting. Then he'll turn and he'll make eye contact with you. This is what he does. Isn't he'll, that he'll like the that. guy thing where you're like not supposed to do stuff like that? 
I don't know. I would never say anything like that. That sounds homophobic and I wouldn't do I that. I know, but, but there's some people that believe in that. That they're like, oh, Listen, yeah, I can't I, eat a banana. Like, I I've heard that guys cannot eat a banana like just like normally. That they have to break it into pieces. I don't know. I eat my banana normally. Listen, <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and shame anybody for how they eat anything. It's just an <laughs> observation of how I've seen him eat food in the media section and uh, nobody, I try to like tap people's shoulder. I'm like, look at it, look at him, witness this. And nobody will pay attention. And like, I've, I've even seen him like kind of wedge it in between the two. Like, you know how sometimes the tables will meet each other, Denise. Sean, you say that I'm the inappropriate one on this channel, yet you're talking about wedging buns and barebacks and no, all no, this. No, 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 no. Wedging a bun would be an improvement. Wedging a bun would be an improvement. There's no bun here. There's no bun here at all. So what I've noticed that he does sometimes is like, you know, some people bring their microphones and stuff in. There won't be a microphone on his Yeti stand like this. Damn, how do I get this in my shot? You know what I'm talking about, though. There will just be a raw bareback glizzy hooked to the, the stand, and he will he will eat it whole and, like, look at somebody. It's It's just, it's... I just can't believe it every time. And I'm like, man, I, I just want to say he's 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 too big to fail at this point. He's he's too successful to fail, and this type of behavior just proves it. Rock hard Joel Wood says, I just joined the stream, and the first thing I heard was raw glizzy. Uh, what is going on here? That's the most <laughs> entertaining thing we're going to talk about today. It is. It absolutely is. This is not an exciting episode of Raw. Uh, there were there was some stuff that I enjoyed. Also, congratulations to uh, well-known sellout Will Washington, who not only sold out to AEW, but sold out to Team iPhone. Uh, he was at the game tonight, Game 5. Congrats to the Nuggets. Uh, very, very happy for him. But get your Super Chats. Get your Humper Chats in. I want to remind you guys, I've got a big feature dropping Tuesday on Fightful with Nick Comarota. This is the first interview he's ever done. We did it actually months ago after there was a lot of discussion about ADHD, living with ADHD, uh, what works for kids, what doesn't. Uh, he's battled ADHD throughout his life, lived with it. And throughout this process, it was so interesting to, to see what worked for him and what didn't work for me. And it was like almost vice versa. Like we had polar opposite things that, that we hyper-focused on and that, that gave us struggles. This is uh, my latest long form feature. It's already up on Fightful Select. The video uh, will be a, an exclusive on Fightful Select, which is up there now, but I've got the long form feature dropping on Tuesday. If you have ADHD, if you have a kid that, that battles ADHD, have a lot of people that have asked me for advice and asked me, things that they can focus on. He's got an incredible uh, incredible journey that he's been through that uh, he's worked on. And again, this is his first interview he's ever done. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. I'm very excited for you all to see it. It's been months in the making. Uh, check that out. Nick Comarodo on Fightful. But we kicked off with Rhea Ripley getting her title belt. I was happy to see that. I'm glad that they finally streamlined the damn names of these. Like, why not just do it before? Whatever. But I'm glad that they did it. Dominic comes out to celebrate. He has just got the most fantastic heat. I love it. Cody interrupts, and he challenges Dom to a match at Money in the Bank. I'm going to be at Money in the Bank, and I can't wait to see this, Denise. 
We're talking about the most over baby face against one of the most over heels as far as as far as crowd reaction goes. You don't seem as sold. What the hell's wrong with you? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> Look, I already know that I'm going to have to be the heel in this podcast, at least mm. for this given topic here. But I'm sorry. I cannot believe that. We are getting Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio at Money in the Bank in London. Uh, to me, this just doesn't feel like a match that I'm crazy about seeing Cody in. To me, it actually kind of knocks down Cody Rhodes a couple of pegs in terms of Dominic Mysterio is not at that level. And when you compare it, when you compare this match to what we're getting with Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, Two totally different universes of like quality. And so I'm sorry. This kind of feels like, oh, this is really the big money in the bank match for Cody Rhodes. It's Dominic Mysterio. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, This to me is not a big match. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't think it's a big match. I think the big matches are the two money in the bank matches. I think those are the big ones. You know what's interesting WWE has Roman Reigns wrestling in Cincinnati this Saturday up against Collision on a live event. He's wrestling Rey Mysterio for the title. I think that's a very interesting approach there, but it's just something I noticed. I was like, okay, I would if Collision weren't wasn't on, I would probably be going to that just just to watch Roman wrestle on a live event. So you think but, they did it just on purpose so that you so that so that you would actually not go or go to the show? No, this is I just done I, specifically I for Sean Ross app because I mean, for a grand scale, like what the hell is him wrestling on a live event going to do? It'll sell right, some tickets right. in Cincinnati, which are surprisingly low right now. I mean, they, they're selling tickets like crazy everywhere right now. WWE is a very hot ticket right now, and I will be there Friday in Lexington, but like that's that's I'm I'm very interested to see why the hell they're doing that. Like that's good i'm glad i'm glad that i get to see roman reigns on friday but that's just an interesting approach um so <laughs> cody challenges dominic Rhea accepts for him but the miz attacks and it felt like there was some timing issues here because she accepted while the miz attacked cody rhodes wins a match with the miz this didn't like blow my doors off or anything but i will say this on the Cody Miz scale, based on what we saw last time, this was seven stars Tokyo Dome because that last match was pure ass. It was probably Cody's worst match in WWE. And I'm talking about ever, not just this run, ever. This one was fine. It was okay. He had a nice Cody cutter. I felt like, and this is me saying this, not me reporting this. I felt like they wanted that one back, Denise. I felt like they knew that they had a really terrible match, and they're like, let's at least go out and do better than that. And I thought they did. The bar wasn't, the bar was very, very low. And this match here was, I, look, I'm going to be real with you. I was sitting here thinking, oh my God, we're getting Cody Rhodes versus Dominic at Money in the Bank. And then he gets attacked by The Miz and we're getting the match between The Miz and Cody. This is what they're doing with Cody Rhodes. Like, this is the big plan. I'm sorry. Like, I was just sitting there and thinking, like, that kind of sucks. Like, that's super lame. I'm sorry. But it's like, you have a real big opportunity here to do something cooler with Cody Rhodes. And these are the programs that we're getting. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, Am I just I, in, like a hater? Am I in a, like just in a bad mood? I don't know. But this to I, me was just kind of like, is this really what you're doing with Cody Rhodes right now? This is them killing time until they can do another Brock match at SummerSlam. And they shouldn't be doing another Brock match at SummerSlam. There's got to be something better in between. I I don't have as much of a desire to see Brock and Cody doing this doing a third match in a stadium. I don't know. Ricardo says just got here and SRS is talking about bareback. No, I'm talking about glizzies, my friend. KE775 says Rhea is going to interact with the women's division or be Dominic's cheerleader. Right now it looks like he's do- she's Dominic's cheerleader. They need to develop a contender immediately. Like what they've got top titles on Raw. Like, let's develop some contenders for this. Yeah, I think, I think they're just lame. probably waiting until after Money in the Bank from the looks of it. I did love Kate, that video package they played of Real Ripley today, though, later on in the show. Too. That was really good. They need to do more of that because it's not like everybody has a Real Ripley aesthetic. Like, you should play that up a little bit more. Tommy Crazy says, love seeing Dom help Rhea put her new strap on. Listen, there's a lot of ways to take that. Oh, and I'm not come gonna, on now. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go there. Listen, hey, I'm you know what? He my, spent his money right. on that. You read it loud and proud. Well, it's it call me crazy as she, but still, listen, I'm trying to get more sponsors on this show. K77, maybe Adam and Eve can sponsor us at this point. K775 says, Who do you think gets a sixth spot in the women's money in the bank? I would love to see Chelsea, honestly, like just because I think she could do some funny spots in there too. Who are you seeing? And they need that too. I would like to see Chelsea in there, but I did want, and I know Meechan already lost her match against Bailey, but I did want to see her in it. I kind of feel bad that she's not in it. I did like what they did with her last week though. The Bailey doing the AJ pose. And then she turns around and eats that dive. That was so good. I really liked that. Call me crazy says Brandy Rhodes versus Rhea at SummerSlam is my idea. Listen, if that match goes any longer, then Natalia versus Rhea Ripley, I'd be disappointed. I don't need that. What the when I need Brandy to come back is when she spears Paul Heyman at ringside and prevents him from getting involved in the match. That's the only thing I want to see her do right now. I think that would get an amazing pop. And I'm sure that she would go out there and spear him with with such devotion just to prove a point. <laughs> Uh, the Bep Jr. says, congrats, Becky, to be the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion and Rhea for being the last one. Two non-Americans to do it. Te amo, Sean and Denise. There you go. <laughs> Say it with some, like, flair, Sean. I realized I knew Gotta what... put some emphasis in it, like, te amo, you know? <sighs> You're like, te amo. That... <laughs> starting to realize I know more words in Spanish than I realized. Like, I knew what turtle was. It was tortuga. Yeah, yeah. I knew that today. You should be proud, Sean. You should be very proud. I'm learning. I still, I know. I'm never going to forgive you for the day that you looked me dead in the eyes and you said, oh, yeah, Denise, I'm learning Spanish. Like, you were freaking serious. And I didn't know that you you saying you learned Spanish was talking about Super Chats and you had got it. I'm like, that doesn't count. (laughs) 
Cody says, Why do you laugh off, like Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins laughs like me. You can go back in time and see my laugh like this. Cody no, you B laugh says, like Seth Rollins. What's happening here? As I said, go back in time. I have always laughed maniacally. Cody B says, First off, thank you, SRS, and the entire Fightful team for always doing an amazing job. Your work and passion is appreciated. Went to my first Raw in ages tonight and had an awesome time. I'm glad that you're having an awesome time. Like I said, they've been selling tickets like crazy, man. Like, they've they've been filling up those houses. Alex Silva says, with Cody out of the ladder match, is WWE really going to have Cody win Royal Rumble again unless they bring back the Chamber winning and get a title shot at Mania? Man, I couldn't imagine Reigns losing to somebody who earned it through money in the or, or through elimination chamber. <sighs> it's too far for me to say right now. There's just it's too long from now. It is. I'm just I'm frustrated by this the entire situation. Cody should have won that damn title. What do you think they're gonna redo it again and have Cody win the rumble like they said and then yeah, you go from I do. there? Nah, that would be I do oh, whatever. I don't even care anymore. I realize that my caring level has gone way down. Havri Duncan says after seeing Cody challenge Dom at Money in the Bank, I think we need to buckle up, boys. Because Cody ain't finishing that story this year. Yeah, it's becoming increasingly more likely, Denise, that he's not finishing that story. I want to say, uh, welcome back, Havri. It's it's been a while since we've seen you. Glad to see you back. But Denise, when do you I think thought we Cody's- already knew that? Oh, yeah, but I mean, do you think that Cody's still the person to win the title? No, not an. I don't know anymore. Honestly, at this point, I, I'm not dead set on it. I don't really have like a a reason to believe that it's going to happen. And if it does, and it happens next year at WrestleMania, cool, thumbs up. Maybe I'll be in a different frame of mind by then. We got Call Me Crazy saying, we live in a good era of WWE. So many stars organically over, similar to Daniel Bryan and CM Punk in the 2010s. Dom, Cody, Sammy, Chad, Damian, Gunther, LA Knight, Rhea, Liv, Becky, and Seth. Any I'm missing, next gen of WWE is in good hands. There are a lot of talent that are over right now, and they're getting the desired reactions. It's not a, we hate you for not pushing this person reaction, which WWE had done for so long. There are actual baby faces that are getting baby face reactions, Denise. And that is good. That's a good thing to see. I love to see Dominic get the heat that he gets. That's always very exciting. And so I like seeing that. But I would like to see a little bit more of that, though. I would like to see a little bit more like baby face reactions for certain people. But I think for the people that are named there that were mentioned, it was like, yeah, those people should be getting those reactions. Ricardo says, Dominic, less than mid-stereo. Damn. Damn. Brutal. And Call Me Crazy says, I should be upset about Dom not being a Money in the Bank. But then I realized Dom is being put against main event talent, the man who main evented WrestleMania. So I can't be mad. So now I just hope Dom wins somehow and feuds with Seth for the World Heavyweight Championship. (sighs) Listen, Denise. I am not completely ruling out. Dominic winning this match. Wait, say that again. Dominic defeating Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I think there's Why? a possibility that Brock Lesnar just strolls in and costs him oh, the match. But you, okay. Oh God. At the same time, though, like I hope they wouldn't do that because I think they would, Sean. They know the would, heat that they're going to get. They know that they're you yeah. know going to be in the UK. They know that the after, afterwards they can sing and sing a song and it'll all be okay. Oh, God. 
could you imagine? You know, it's true. All of a sudden, Cody Rhodes is going to start singing Adrenaline in My Soul. Oh, my God. It's okay. It, listen, I just got beat by, Ray, uh, by Dominic Mysterio. That's very disappointing. Uh, listen. Why'd you bring you, it up? You're manifesting it. Why'd you bring well, it up? because I think that they'll do it to keep him out of the title picture for a little while. Because otherwise, why the hell wouldn't he be in the title picture? Finn Balor's in the title picture, and he ain't won shit lately. In fact, they're sitting there saying seven. I'll talk about this later. I'll talk about this later. But what we're talking about now is adrenaline in your soul. How about some adrenaline? How about some soul? You can get all that back and a little bit more with fitbod.me slash ppv. Check it out right now. We've partnered with FitBod to bring you three free personalized workouts and 25% off your membership. You can download to try it for free. Redeem your 25% off code at fitbod.me slash PPV. They've got 150,000 five-star review. They are an Apple editor's choice. Over 5 million downloads and 400 million workouts logged. Stop guessing and start working. You can get your next best exercises, reps, Weights based on your fitness history, goals, and experience. And it's fitness that fits your life at fitbod.me slash ppv. They find out what your fitness goals are, what your body's like, what works for you, what equipment you have, and they make exercises and workouts that cater to that stuff. So it's got personalizations with daily workouts. So maybe you've got bands and a couple weights. That's what they're going to cater these around. Maybe you don't have the weights the next day. They're going to cater your workout around that. you got great equipment selection options, timed intervals, circuits and supersets, video demonstrations, and exercise instructions. You can ask a trainer. They've got street counters, workout achievements, and you can uh, log your, your workouts, and they can match up with your watch as well. They've also got muscle recovery options. You can connect to Apple Health, Fitbit, Strava, all these good things at Fitbod dot m e slash ppv work on a better you and you can do it with tons of different options they are making this as easy as possible at fitbod dot m e slash ppv you're not going to be working out the same body parts every single time maybe you're getting into this for the first time they will help you fitbod dot m e slash ppv Ryan says SmackDown has Bailey, Io, Asuka, Bianca, Charlotte. Raw has Rhea, Becky, and maybe Raquel. Need a Beth return. I mean, they have Ronda as far as name name goes, name value goes. So I mean, there there is that. Uh, Raquel is going to emerge, and she is going to be a top level talent. Like I think it's just just waiting there, Denise. Yeah, but still, at- we're still a little bit of ways. We're still it's still a matter of time before they do something with Raquel. She needs to have a glow up. They need to give her an actual like personality yeah. type. You know, they get you gotta give her some sort of persona, right? She just can't go yeah. out there and just be just Raquel, right? You gotta give her a little something to work with. But she is a, an emerging star. They also have Trish Stratus, which is as big of a star in the women's division as it gets. I don't know how long she'll be around after this Becky feud, but they're very clearly developing Zoe as well. Uh, but there still Taylor's... needs to be a whole lot more. It's still super slim, though. Yeah, of course. As Taylor says, having women's belts look like the men's belts poses issues. What is WWE going to do next draft? The world belts may end up on separate brands. Same for the undisputed belts. That'd be weird. They got no issues with that. That Now they are uniformly named that way, depending, no matter what brand any of these titles go to. There's no longer an issue. There's no weird brand colors associated with it. There's no Raw or SmackDown, anything like that. 
Call Me Crazy says, Seth versus a taunting Dominic at SummerSlam. Oh, God. I mean, oh, at man. this point, and wasn't he his first match, too, back in the day? Yeah. Wasn't it at, wait, was that Extreme Rules or, was it, it was Extreme Summer Rules Slam. or SummerSlam? I think SummerSlam. It was SummerSlam, right? So they, they are going to tell that whole story of like, oh, look where I was at then and look where I'm at now. Oh, God, they have something there. They could actually do it. Boggs Viega says, in my opinion, they're going to shoehorn Cody. Then the crowd will go Seth. Mania uh, 30 part two. Rollins is Brian. Cody is Batista. It's not hard to see. Do you not agree? No, I don't agree. I don't think they're going to shoehorn Cody and, and Seth. I think they, they've understood that. But Denise, how long have people been predicting that Cody is going to get booed? Like since the start, since before he showed up, people were predicting he was going to get booed. And they're like, oh, it's so simple. It's so easy. No, it's not. He ain't got booed yet. No, that's why I felt like he needed everything that he could because you didn't know like what, what that reaction was going to be. And I felt like you needed everything that you possibly could to build up Cody as a big star to so that people could see him as the same level as Roman Reigns. Omar says, any word if they're planning on a failed cash-in for women's or men's? No, I've not heard anything about what their plans are for the Money in the Bank moving moving on after that. we got the Becky Lynch promo, and she is interrupted by Zoe. Uh, what, did, what did you make of Zoe's promo? Becky was getting flustered. I thought she recovered well because she was like, yeah, this is getting me so angry, I'm even getting tongue-tied. And then Zoe interrupted and did her thing. And it's it's still a little generic, but we both interviewed Zoe and we've seen that charisma shine through in person at these media days. So with Becky was the whole thing where she kind of got tongue-tied and then she says she got tongue-tied because she really likes power. And the power makes her tongue-tied. So she definitely, I mean, she's a pro, right? She's going to bounce yeah. back from a stumble very, very easily. And when Zoe came out, I thought there was a lot of really good effort made by Zoe. I think you can still see some of the nerves in her, but that's fine, right? You know, she hasn't been going out there in front of these crowds, you know, like this for that long. So I think the fact that she went out there and she got as much as she did in there, I thought were fine. Um, in the beginning, the fans weren't still doing the what chant to her and she did make sure to kind of react a little bit to the fans telling them to like shut up but then the fans started doing the what chance like even louder so I do think that kind of um that could have phased her a lot more and it didn't so I thought that Zoe Stark although she did look a little bit nervous she still continued to press on and you know she did everything that she was supposed to do but it was so funny because the second you have Chelsea Green go out there and Sonya Deville they didn't get what chanted at all. So I think the people picked up on Zoe kind of being a little bit nervous. Yeah, it, it was definitely an adjustment. And also the crowd seems to enjoy the, the Chelsea and Sonia shtick right now. Like people I don't blame tend them. to still be, still be on board with it. Like there hasn't been a lot of depth added to it and stuff, but I think it's worked well. And Chelsea came out and I did like that. Zoe like kind of threatened them too. Cause she should not be okay with that at all. We then, I just love that Becky just cuts her off. She's like, I'm done really listening to you. Let's just fight. And then oh, she and she beats, said, I'll show you why I'm famous. That was great. That I was a good line. Uh, the match was short. Becky wins. We knew she was. I did like the the modified curb stomp, the original one, where you hold the arms back and then kick her into the corner type of thing from Chelsea. That was cool. But uh, Chelsea it's it's good to see this because we hadn't seen a sustained WWE run from her. Besides this, she had gotten hurt a lot and all that.
But then everywhere else she went, she worked TV for Lucha Underground, for MLW, for Impact, even the TNA days. And she didn't have those injury troubles. She's bumping like like pretty heavily here, like off the top rope and everything. And she's staying healthy. But we knew Becky was going to win this. This was a placeholder. This was, it's kind of Chelsea's gimmick just to lose a lot right now and then blame it on everybody else. Right, right. I hope down the line they do give her a little bit more than that because they can still have her go out there and have these, you know, decent matchups that are good lengths, but still keeping the character alive. I get that right now it's part of it, so it's not like that big of a deal. But down the line, I would like to see that because I do think that if you heat Chelsea up enough that she can definitely be, you know, a challenger to, you know, whoever's champion by the time that they get around to that. And do share our backstage, Jinder Mahal wants Shelton and Cedric to come on and face them next week. I mean, that made sense. He said that they didn't even get to start their match last week. I mean, this is okay. It promotes their match next week, an actual match. Sure, we're talking former tag team champions here against Indu Share. It's no longer jobbers, even though they're not, you know, elevated to the level that Cedric and Shelton should be. It makes a lot of sense that Indu Share are are moving on past the jobbers. I'm good with this. Finally, because that was the thing that was just not going to work. Until until they moved past that, they weren't really giving them a real shot at anything. I'm sorry, but like just the squash matches with the jobbers, it wasn't doing them anything. Nobody cared. Cedric and Shelton are going to be you, and Indu Share are going to be that hill you were trying to climb. Thanks. We're looking at. You were just waiting for that. That was like two weeks ago. You were probably planning on telling me that last week, but then we're I couldn't here. make it last week. And all of a sudden, you saved it for this week. Well, we got this weird Natalia interview backstage. How'd you feel about that one? Uh, I thought it was weird that she said, I've gotten nowhere by being me. It's like, who the hell else? She, been? she did a great interview with Ring the Bell recently. Like, I love Ring the Bell. And T.S. had her go through her most popular memes. Like the, come on, you guys! And how she always goes, bitch! Oh, God. So he walked her through every one of her memes. It was a blast. Go check that out, guys. But um, I'm, I like Natalia. It's just, there has very, been very little creatively satisfying since the Heart Dynasty days. You know what? The, the briefly when she was on that SmackDown roster when the the brand split, and it was like her, Becky, and a bunch of green NXT rookies by and large, and like Nikki Bella who was battling a neck injury. They made chicken salad out of chicken shit on that brand, and I thought that was great. But before that, like the the Claudio uh, Tyson kid and and her team was good, but. I just want to see her get something creatively satisfying. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason. I feel like they go, they put her in spots and then they expect a certain crowd reaction or a certain a, 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 for the crowd to be interested or care about it, but then it's kind of hard to because they kept they keep doing the same thing and the people, the fans, they know this and so they don't expect anything different from when they do put Natalia in the situation. So, I almost think that they have to kind of surprise us a little bit with Natalia or else the fans are going to keep expecting the same exact thing. Hold on once. Okay. Call me crazy says Denise is now starting to see the vision of Dom. What is vision? 
What vision am I seeing now? I don't feel like I'm seeing any. I like Dom. Don't get me wrong. I like Dominic Mysterio, but I'm not seeing this as like world heavyweight championship material, Dominic Mysterio. No, thanks. Uh, we get Reed versus Ricochet again, a rematch. We're starting to see these rematches creep a little bit more often here. This one ends in a DQ because Nakamura interferes. But what I like is Ricochet should be pissed off at Nakamura for costing him this match. Bronson Reed eventually has got to beat somebody again or else I'm not going to see him as a threat. However, what we did see was a couple of great spots. Ricochet was hung up on the ropes and he got like launched up in the air by Bronson. But I'll tell you what woke up the crowd, Denise. Nakamura and Ricochet, after they had a, a bit of a disagreement, they hit him with a double superplex. Now, I feel like they probably watched Big Bill on Dynamite a couple weeks ago get hit with this, and they're like, all right, let's do it. But the crowd loved it. The crowd's chanting, holy shit. The crowd is all into it. So objectively, what we saw worked for this audience. How did you feel about it? I felt completely opposite. And here's the thing, like I, since I wasn't here last week, I forgot, like I didn't get to mention this, but uh, I just was not a fan of the way that things went down with Bronson Reed, Ricochet and Shinsuke Nakamura last week. And then this week, I've kind of hated all of this. I hated it all. And the reason I did was because you had this match, right, between Bronson and Ricochet, and there was only a couple moments that I thought were somewhat interesting. I didn't think the match ever got to peak, and with those two individuals, this match should have definitely peaked, and then it didn't because Shinsuke went in there and essentially caused the DQ. And how do I say this in the nicest way possible? But if you're mad at someone for costing you a match, you really need to show it. I think Ricochet was like, I'm mad at you. You Come on now, yeah. we got to put a little bit more seasoning into it. Like, got to be a little bit more fired up, a little bit more angry. Even their backstage segment that they had, he was like, you know, if you do that again, then next time there's going to be repercussions or whatever. I'm like, bro, he freaking costed you your match. You should be freaking livid. The way that after the freaking spot off the top rope, they just stood at you. They just stood there staring at each other. Well, they did like have a backstage figures. segment. They did have a backstage segment where Ricochet is like, I want my rematch. And Pierce is like, all right, I can't remember who said it. They're like, well, he's already facing Nakamura, which again, rematch territory for Bronson Reed. Ricochet's like, what the hell, man? Like now he's getting fed up and I think he's about to snap. I think we're headed for it. Like I can't we've see seen- it. I need to a see lot, Ricochet a, have it in a lot of people I don't can't buy see it right it. now. I can't buy it. A lot of people can't see it with Jungle Boy right now either, and it's about to happen over there. But it's going to happen with Ricochet. I can feel it. But at the very least, he should be like, why don't we got a triple threat going here? Like, what the hell's going on? Also, I would much rather see that than them running back the Nakamura-Bronson-Reed match from two weeks ago. No, but I'm saying you got to sell it. I'm not saying whether or not he's going to turn heel or whatever. I'm saying you got to sell it, man. Like, that's the thing, like... I, I need to believe it when I'm seeing it happen. I was well, not believing what I was seeing here today. It's, it's my my situation I mean, with this. He's building up to it. He's building up to it. It's happening. Okay, fine, happening. fine. I'll take your word for it, Sean. I'll take your word for it. I'm just saying, someone cost you your match, and then at the end of it, you're just going to be staring at each other like that. Come on now. Look who's talking. What? 
I wonder if there's anybody on this show that has cost me a match in the past. Uh huh. And and, gu- and guess what we did that following Monday? A show together. Yeah, and you want to know why? Because I showed up to get paid. Because I'm a professional. I had That's already why. gotten my whole. You showed up and you weren't even mad at me the following week. If I were you, I would have been pissed. Because I'm a pro. Well, Maybe I didn't Rico- have any reason to be mad. I was on cloud nine. Myself and Ricochet, a couple of of gentlemen from Kentucky that are that are just professionals doing their job. We don't cry. We don't cry. Damian Priest defeated Riddle. I was a little bit surprised by this, but I was pleasantly surprised. Because Damian Priest deserves being highlighted in a Money in the Bank match. Like, Damian Priest gets put in an awful lot of big positions, Denise. And he always knocks it out of the park. He always knocks it out of the park. This guy is always killing it. He always rises to the occasion. He takes people that don't even... I mean, listen, Bad Bunny is incredible. In all seriousness, he don't belong anywhere near the positions he's been in. And Damian Priest constantly makes him look... Like, like even better than he is. It's it's amazing what he's able to do. So I'm so happy with this. Um, there there was a beautiful fisherman superplex in this. Uh, a nasty broken arrow from Damian Priest. I was so glad that Damian Priest got this win here. And you know that this match meant something to these two guys. They are they've been best friends for a very very long time, and they got a featured spot. And I think this is right because it added creatively to what we'll see later, which we will talk about that segment after this. But uh, Denise, man, Damian Priest qualifies. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I thought that it made a lot of sense. And I think the biggest thing that I want to say about this is after that bad buddy match, you needed to reward this guy. And when I look at the entrance into this Money in the Bank prior to Damian Priest being into it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be LA Knight winning this all the way. And now that Damian Priest is in this match, I'm a little bit 50-50 where I'm like, I can see LA Knight winning this, but I can also see Damian Priest winning this. And prior... I thought it was straightforward going to be LA Knight. Now not. Now I don't buy that. Now I'm not so sure. Yeah, I, I'm making sure to reiterate this numerous times. I know that last year there were reports where people said, LA Knight, the favorite to win, the favorite to win. They didn't know at that point what the hell they were going to do with the money in the bank briefcase that they had then, much less what they're doing now. And people in creative were telling me in January, no, we have no idea. But they absolutely have seen all the buzz surrounding LA Knight and saw the positive reaction to people thinking that he was the favorite. And look at those reactions. He's doing incredibly. Alex with an X says, why do they take away Riddle's scooter? I don't know. Sometimes they just, sometimes they don't even have him on the prop lists. Uh, They did have the, (laughs) did have the uh, raccoons back. But Logan Paul. I was going to say something about that, but I'm not. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you saying? <laughs> it's kind of mean. I don't want to say it. Go ahead. No, I'm going to look like a bitch. I don't want to say it. Continue on. Go ahead. Fine. I was going to say Kevin Patrick popped more for the raccoons than anything else on this show. Yeah, I ain't, ain't big into his work. Listen, I'm I think like, he's bro, a nice what? enough guy, but he's a we nice got- enough guy, but this is it's it's not good work, man. We need some energy, energy. I I couldn't believe it. He was like the raccoons. And I'm like, what? This got the biggest reaction out of you? How? Bizarro Big L says only two choices for the case now. Priest or LA Knight? Yeah. 
Nick Khan's ideas definitely weren't stolen from fans. Sean, <laughs> sitting that dude with the Cincy sign gear behind commentary was messed up, especially when you told him Bobble Finn kicks Puff. I <laughs> KK? What? Listen, I'm not even going to try to make sense of that. I'm sorry, Bizarro. Luis says, if Butch is a bruiserweight in 02, that's my pick. Well, Denise, there's another interesting potential winner. Logan Paul's going to be on Raw next week. Yeah, he is. I would love it if he did like a quick qualifying match. I think the guy needs to win some matches. So have him do a quick qualifying match. Have him win a qualifying match. Like he could beat the Miz or something in another qualifying match. Miz gets another shot. He wins. And I think Logan Paul wins. And then like whenever Logan Paul is there, it creates a bit of a moment. He can just tease it and tease it and tease it. Wait, so add Logan Paul into the money in the bank. Yeah. And have or do you win. have him replace somebody? I mean, I would have him jump in and listen, Denise, does it matter? Remember what they did with Brock? I know, but I want him to like officially be in it. Like I need, I'm like from the beginning to the end, like I you either too. replace someone or you're I added to it. I, I don't I know, do Sean, too. your face looks a little sus right now. I feel like you know something. Look at you. You're glowing. <laughs> you look at that smile. You know something. I don't, you know something, I know and I you're don't. like not trying to say it. If I know that anything, face says, "I know what's going to happen with Logan Paul." <laughs> if I were to know anything, it's going to be on Fightful Select on Tuesday. Okay, it's going to be on FightfulSelect.com for just five dollars a month. Yeah, I, listen, to that. five dollars a month. You can't buy a soda pop per week for a dollar twenty-five, much less wrestling news much less seven podcasts a week 40 we got like 40 podcasts a month over there in addition to hundreds of stories and listen if somebody else breaks the news you know your boys getting a bunch more details over on fightfulselect.com too call me crazy says last humper chat of the night thanks for all your amazing work just want to say dom hasn't wrestled in a bit wonder if he's been training due to a surge in popularity can't wait to see Maxine wrestle as well. You guys have a good night. I think that's probably that's probably a good assumption is that Dominic is trying to uh, up his cardio and get better in the ring, as I'm sure he's always going to do. But, I mean, he hasn't wrestled like a ton in general. He hasn't wrestled since May 22nd. But he was always wrestling a lot of the live events, and he was doing stuff with like Loomis, with Ziggler, with Santos Escobar, with Johnny Gargano. Like he was doing a lot of things with a lot of different people. So I think that's that's smart of them to do. Uh, you want to get him to get a wealth of experience with different people. Iron Sheik video package, RIP Iron Sheik. I thought this was an incredibly well done video, Denise. They always knock it out of the park with this. Oh yeah, it was really nice. I thought they did a really good just um, overall look at his career. It was It was very nice. We heard about Maxine earlier in that super chat from Call Me Crazy. Backstage, we see uh, Chad Gable training her, teaching her to throw an arm drag. She's wearing the singlet. <laughs> I knew She's... the second I saw it, I was like, "All oh, everybody's falling in love with her right now with that yep. singlet. I think that definitely caused a lot of heart eyeballs, you know? Yep. 
absolutely. That's going to catch on. People are going to love that. And then uh, Chad Gable quickly defeated Eric of the Viking Raiders while Maxine did an arm drag outside to Valhalla. Man, Viking Raiders are getting jobbed out. Left and right from brand to brand. (laughs) But you are getting the Chad Gable Otis push that you've been talking about. And we reported on FightfulSelect.com. As of now, Maxine is full-time with them as opposed to the models, but they sent her to like a WWE party with the models last week. Very, very weird. Left I mean, hand, right hand there. Huh? Lately with Mansoor and Masetmo, whatever how their names are. Y- you saw something on FightfulSelect.com tonight um, about what the, what the plans are for them. So head over there and subscribe. Best $5 in the business. But... Mm, I'm I'm I feel bad for the Viking Raiders, but Chad Gable getting that push, and I can't complain about that. No, definitely not, and he deserves it. Always putting out quality work as well as Otis, and this is going to get Maxine over so much. She needed this. Dick the Cock Johnson says men's money in the bank match is going to be awesome. Awesome, I love that it's all fresh names, no former world champs. I'd buy almost all of them winning it too. That's what I like. I love it when. Money in the Bank is is fresh competitors that have not been like a, a world champion or anything like that. It does give something uh, something brand new feeling to to the situation. So add Logan Paul. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Uh, Jonathan Corona, I f- I did find your your super chat. Says, so let's say Disney buys WWE TV rights and say, hey, WWE theme park coming soon near you. Not going to lie. I want Roman Reigns versus Darth Vader and the winner gets ruler of the dark side. So, Jonathan, I wouldn't expect that to happen. Maybe some sort of virtual thing. But had WWE been bought by Disney, that for sure would have happened. They absolutely would have done that. Denise, I'm a little bit surprised that Disney would bid on WWE TV rights as opposed to just buying the whole damn thing. Which leads me to believe that Vince McMahon took the offer that would allow him to stay in control. Because to me, if Disney were going to pay billions of dollars for TV rights, they probably, and I don't give a damn what anybody's going to send me about cost-cutting mode, it would be impossible for Disney to lose money on WWE. Nobody could possibly screw up making money on WWE right now. It is a money hand over fist in so many different ways live event merchandising sponsorships tv deals but uh it's surprising to me to hear that they're interested in that and didn't just buy the damn company but i think they probably were interested and vince is like well i want to be involved and they said to hell with that yeah, I was going to say, I think Vince for himself played it very smart for to get the best that he possibly can. I mean, look at him. He's basically like got more power than ever. So he's doing go. well on well off for himself. Shayna Baszler defeats Raquel due to the help of Ronda Rousey. K775 says, is Raquel still in the tag division? If so, who is her partner? WTF was that Natalia promo. Is she getting another title match? I don't think she's getting another title match. Um, Raquel is feuding with the tag team champions, but does not actively have a tag team partner. 
her tag team partner is over on SmackDown, which I guess you do have a little bit of flexibility there, Denise, because you're competing for a floating set of titles. But I'm ready to stop seeing the Raquel revolving door of title partners. Uh, title partners. And I'm ready for her to move into SummerSlam as Rhea Ripley's challenger. I'm sure they'll do Becky and Trish and... They should do Raquel and Rhea for the title at SummerSlam as well. Yeah, but with, not with victories you? like not with victories like this. If you really want to build up Raquel, you got to start making her look dominant, man. Like that's the whole thing. She's got a physique unlike any other, so you got to play that up. And I don't think they're doing that. Having her go out there and have a nothing match against Shayna, and then you know loses with the help of Ronda Rousey. At least they could have sure. given her a match with a little bit more substance for us to be like, oh, you know what? Look at Raquel go. She could do this, this, and that. They didn't show any of that. It was like she went out there. We, we, we saw the smile. We saw the back post of the quick match. Blah, match ended. Okay. That was I it. Think we didn't see v- anything. I think WWE's view is, oh, well, that doesn't count because Ronda Rousey interfered. Like, I think that's what they think. That's yeah, not how I think. Yeah, but we're getting a lot of these don't count kind of matches. Oh, we got a DQ earlier in the night with the freaking uh, Bronson Reed ricochet match. We got a super quick match with Chad Gable and Eric. That was, again, nothing there either. Then we got this super quick match. I mean, there weren't that much, like, aside from the main event, there really weren't any matches that legitimately got any substance, any depth in a whole three-hour show. Yeah, I'm completely with you. I think we need more clean finishes in general. I always go by the Randy Savage method. He says, I'll win them in the ring, lose them in the ring, and I'm good enough to stay over regardless. Uh, but I think that they view this... Okay, for example, Finn Balor's most recent matches are let's see he lost a tag match at the end of may he beat nakamura he won a tag match but he uh lost to finn balor uh, or he lost to to seth rollins rather the guy that he's facing he lost to him uh, last yeah but that match was really good though i know that's the difference i'd much rather see that to your point the time on these matches 13 minutes, 13 minutes, 21 minutes, 9 minutes, 13 minutes, 11, 12, 12, 13, 18. He's not going out there and getting beat in like two minutes and then them mm-hmm. being like title match. But I think they'll do that with Raquel regardless, unfortunately. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's what you definitely need to see a change up for, for that. For a lot of people, not just her, for a lot of people. Jonathan Corona says when WWE does their new stage, it would be cool if they had an elevator for Cody just saying. Uh, they have not liked doing stages for a while. I don't know what their plans are right now, but they have liked the flat method. It is incredibly low cost for them. However, they were doing that at a time where they were looking to maximize revenue for a sale or a merger. So who knows what they'll do now? Um, I mean, we've seen some instances where they, they've gone a little bit grander, but then we've seen stuff like Puerto Rico. Like, look at the minimalist setup they had for that. And it looked awesome as a result. I love that. And I think what makes up for it is the crowd. If the crowd is like, ah, you know, going crazy, yeah. it definitely makes up for, uh, you know, the lack of a big, big, big stage. Speaking of big, big, you all know what time it is. Time for the big head picture. Am I? Okay. I'm not talking. Why not? Because I have nothing to contribute. Why? Because we see this every week, Sean. Do we? You do, you weren't here last week. Yeah, and I saw it the week before that, and the week before that, and the week before that. 
Do you know where JD's from? I don't know. It's like Ireland or something. Okay. Where's Forbidden Door, Denise? Toronto. Why do I feel like you're quizzing me? I hate quiz being quizzed. Where are we right now? Well, I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Lexington. Where where are you going on vacation? Greece. I don't like these questions, Sean. And it's been... you know you know where I'm going at the end of the month? London, right? Yeah. Yeah, London. It, it doesn't matter where I am with nordvpn.com slash fightful. I'll be able to check out all my favorite shows. I'll be able to uh, watch all these pay-per-views. This past weekend, I ordered the UFC pay-per-view one-sixth of the price, 15 bucks it cost me by subscribing to an overseas service thanks to nordvpn.com slash Fightful. And let me tell you, you got a bunch of pay-per-views coming up. Forbidden Door, you got Collision. Some of y'all are like, where the hell do we watch Collision? Where do we do this? Where do we do that? How about you get nordvpn.com slash Fightful? You get this great deal. Three extra months free, 59% off. I know our, our graphics outdated. 30-day money-back guarantee. You can detect malware during the download, block trackers and intrusive ads, and stay safe online with the leading VPN service. And you can get all these services that I tell you about, the Fight Pluses, the AEW Pluses, the pay-per-views at a much more affordable price, WWE Network, and the interface that you love on any TV service, wherever the heck you want, with NordVPN dot com slash fightful i think each time i tell you guys about nordvpn i'm going to tell you about another one of their great features but changing that virtual location with just one click is a big benefit wrestling content mma content even like celebrity boxing bare knuckle boxing content off the charts when you've got nordvpn.com slash fightful and it works on all your devices you can even put it on your router and it'll work on everything in your house there's a nordvpn app for windows mac ios android linux and even android tv they have encrypted proxy extensions for chrome firefox and edge secure up to six devices at a time trusted by 14 million users worldwide nordvpn.com slash Fightful. And also, 24-7 tech support. So if you need help figuring out how to use anything, they got you covered. I've been using my NordVPN, by the way, more regularly because I ditched Link because it's such a terrible app. So now, because I'm in the West Coast, I switched my location to New York so that I could watch the East Coast versions. And so now I watch Raw and everything on there. And then... Yeah, also, my husband is doing NordVPN because the NFL is charging way too much money on YouTube. So he's using NordVPN to basically not have to pay the extra $400 on YouTube TV for this NFL Sunday ticket. It pays for itself time and time again. Get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. A reminder, guys, uh, if you want to ask even more questions for less than a super chat, you can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I do Q&As every week. This week, Grapsity will be doing a Q&A as well. At the end of the month, Jimmy Van will be sitting in for me and doing a Q&A. Also, uh, check out Tom Talks Rubbish. Jimmy Van did a rare interview. I think it might have been his first interview he ever did about Fightful uh, with Tom Talks Rubbish. I've appeared on his show. It was a very good time. Uh, we have shared the link here on our YouTube Wow, I thought this was probably the highlight of Raw, even though there was a banger of a tag match. We had the Balor-Seth Rollins promo battle, which I thought was, I thought it worked out so well. 
it accomplished so much. Like Balor Edmund went in too much, but there's a story here. The story is Balor reached the heights that Rollins has reached many times. Rollins hurt him and took a lot from him. And that's what Balor said. But during his whole promo, the crowd is singing for Seth. And instead of getting rattled by it, Denise, Balor did the absolute smart th- smartest thing he could do and said, yeah, we're just going to make this a thing from now on. I'm going to play this up. He's going to be like, I hate it when they sing. I know you love it when they sing. And now what we're going to see, Denise, is more people are going to do this during promos that are opposite Seth Rollins. I thought Finn Balor showed his poise. He showed his veteran presence. He did everything right in this situation. He didn't get shook one bit. His first time really in a main event level at a sustained spot in a long time outside of the Roman thing. And woof, that sucked. I thought he killed it here. And this was definitely needed. Uh, Aside from the Money in the Bank matches, this is the match that I'm most looking forward to for the pay-per-view. I can't wait. I thought they did a really good job. This is what I've been wanting to see from Finn Balor for a long time. I thought that they did so much harm to Finn Balor, and recently they've really started to build things up again for him to the point where I'm like, hell yeah, Like this is the match we're getting at Money in the Bank with him and Seth. Given what we've seen from them before, I'm ready for this. I love that he went up to Seth and was like, you literally took everything that was meant for me and this and that. I thought that was really good. I just thought they played this up very nicely. Seth saying like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is the Finn Balor I've been looking for for a long time. Hopefully you're that guy instead of a little bitch. Ooh, that was so good. All of us. All of us felt that one, I think. Because, you know, if you're a Finn Balor fan, like you want to see the very best of Finn Balor. You don't want to see him going out there and getting jobbed out or being thrown cut off some ropes and just fall to the ground you don't want to see any of that you want to see you know you want to see finn balor after this oh by the way tippy stir says finn listing all the things he tore and the crowd could care less he could have tore his asshole and they would have <laughs> chanted all over him denise you worked with somebody who tore their ass i was thinking about it right now how'd you <laughs> or, know it's literally in my mind <laughs> so there's one guy there's one guy right i was literally thinking about it too i was like oh, poor dude. if only he sean was best. here he could have told us he could talk to us about what that experience is like well seth said you know what we will have our match at money in the bank but next week i want to do an open challenge they're going to be in Cleveland next week. And I think KE775 has it on the head. Good bet that Gargano answers Seth's challenge next week. That's who it should be. Gargano can afford to lose. But if you want to reestablish Johnny Gargano to the broad WWE audience who has barely seen him on TV, you put him in a top-level 20-minute match, a slapper with Seth Rollins. Go out there and remind everybody exactly why you begged this guy to come back. And let me tell you, they begged this guy to come back. I'll have more on that very soon as I find out more about that process. But let me tell you, there were people that you would not normally think would want Johnny Gargano in WWE. And they were aching to have him back in WWE when he was gone. FightfulSelect.com. We'll have more on that over the next week. I think that's the perfect scenario to bring Johnny Gargano back into the fold. And hopefully then you get Loomis and Candice and and Tommaso Ciampa back as well. 
Yeah, he tweeted something right after that, too, where it was kind of like, hmm, am I going to read him between the lines on this one here? But the other person that popped into my head was Braun Breaker. What's going to go down with that? He did issue that challenge to Seth Rollins. And it's like, if you issue someone a challenge and then they have an open challenge, can he just pop up? I, th- be- I would think so. Plus, WWE doesn't give a damn about the brand split, right? But he said specifically, come here. He did. He did say that. But I feel like if you want to fight someone, then I would go to them, right? But yeah. clearly, that's they're doing it the other way. KE775 says, do you think WDB meteorites say the same, or do you think they change partners? I think they will stay with the USA Network. Uh, I think that they will probably get somebody else for SmackDown. I, c- I could absolutely see Disney. If I were Disney, I would be falling all over myself to get WDB TV rights, and I would get replay rights, too. And just air it throughout the week. ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN, like any, all your channels that you have. Hell yeah. So we got the, uh, we got the Finn Balor thing. And then he is seen backstage talking to. Oh. But then Damian Priest interrupts. And I liked this interaction. I thought this was good and it made sense. Priest was like, listen, you're my dude. I'm so happy for you that you got this opportunity, but you need to keep your word to me. And and Balor said to him, well, do I have your word that you won't cash in on me when you win? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. I like this. There was no like, I don't know. We'll see. Priest was like, no, you're my dude. Of course I'm not going to, but you got to keep your word to me. JD being talked to i see a lot of people saying like oh priest is gonna get kicked out and jd will replace him listen i love jd's work i think that replacing priest with jd pun completely intended is a very tall order there are different levels of intimidation associated here i think adding him to the group would be fine but, but I wouldn't mind see I wouldn't m- mind seeing Damian Priest break away because he wants something more for himself that. and having JD replace him. I think JD's personality makes up lack makes up for what he lacks for in size. Yeah, I I just I want to see Priest continue with this home run of a program cuz like Judgment Day has been one of my favorite things on the show. Like I've said this before, they've went from a brood knockoff to like what I consider as WWE's Bullet Club. I think they're more like Bullet Club than the OCR at this point. Uh, but I, I just really, really liked it. And K775 says Finn's protege joining Judgment Day and kicking out Priest. By Finn's protege, do you mean? Oh, it's not that funny. I'm not laughing. It's really not funny. It's kind of tragic when you think about it. But... Jonathan like, I'm just is, upset. There's so many funnier pictures like all over the internet Denise, for years Denise. and years and all those funny ones. He couldn't put them up here on the show. All the brilliant memes that there are out there. You couldn't pick any one of those. Denise, are you bothered by this because you are a fellow big head haver? No, I love my big head, okay? I have learned to love it, okay? Am I being insensitive? Yeah, you know what? You are being insensitive. There are people with big heads, okay? To the big head community. (laughs) It insults the big head community. Do you think there's a Facebook group for big-headed people? 
Because there's a Facebook oh, hell yeah. group for everything. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be ridiculous. But of do you think they're... they like discriminate you if your head's not like that big? Like, what do they justify as like a really big head? Like, does it depend on your size of the body or is it just like the size of the head? Well, Denise, something tells me it wouldn't be that difficult for you to infiltrate one of these groups and find out. I'm just saying, I, I would I want to be accepted, though, if I go in. I don't want them to shame me. I want to be accepted by the other big headed people. But Listen, there's nothing, by the way, and I think there's a lot of people here on our uh, that it's listening that'll probably relate. If you're the person in the with the big head in the family, you'll know it whenever you take family photos or photos with any other human. There is nothing worse, Sean, than going in and seeing a whole family photo with like 15 people, and you have the biggest head out of like the men, the women. It doesn't matter the children, everybody. Well, do you, while we're on the subject of Finn Balor and J.D. McDonough, do you think there's ever a chance that J.D. will adopt the demon gimmick? Ooh. Oh, come on now. You're going to be kidding me with this. It's not that funny. <laughs> see? You're, see? <laughs> no, I'm come laughing on. more so because of the pose. Come on. Come no, on. It's Denise. not that funny, Sean. This is not my kind of comedy. <laughs> listen, listen. People are loving it. People because are loving it. People I don't know are loving why. it. What's wrong with the people? It's they not it. that funny. Denise, this is how I'm looking at you right now. Oh, God. <laughs> the ears, though. Why does the ears look like that? Wait, go back, put that one again, the side one. The side everybody one's wants? funnier than the other one. Head. Okay, this one's definitely funnier than the other one, though. Because this one just looks like a really big baby that just, like, grew massively. Yep. Um, Jonathan Corona says, if you guys were head of creative in WWE, how would you design your stages for Raw or SmackDown and for the PLE? Well, I would yeah. have an... I would have an elevated stage for sure. Like I, I liked the ramp because when everybody came out, no matter where you are in the arena, you could physically see these mm -hmm. people and you want that, especially little kids. You want them to see that. Um, I like the minimalist approach, Denise. If, like. especially if you're in like a stadium that has jumbotrons everywhere, I don't need a big video screen. And the reality is Denise, what do they use those video screens for anymore? They use it to show somebody's name and that's it. They don't even show the damn matches up there anymore. No, you know what I would bring, what I would do? I would have one, so obviously the big giant screen in the middle, but then I would do two big ones on the side and then behind them, do you remember when Raw had like those squiggly things on the side, those big squiggly things? I don't know what they were yes. called. Yep. The squiggly things, right? And I would put those behind that. But the picture that I would put on the two side things would actually be the graphics of whoever's in the match. So I would have like, I don't know, Bronson Reed and then Ricochet, right? Like I would make sure to always have those two graphics of whoever's in the match that we're seeing. And yeah. then I would also have the elevated stage so that everybody could be seen. And I would keep commentary actually, I would keep commentary ringside. I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd bring back that goddamn fist. And I'd that. update the lights too. 
Yeah, they definitely need. I, I love to see a crowd lit up. Like, show me that people are there in your audience and enjoying it. Like, that's that's cool to me because you're showing us that it is a destination. I also want to see more people come out from underneath the stage. Okay. Like, do you mean like pop up or just? Yeah, like, you know how Rey Mysterio used to pop yeah, up from like underneath? I would like something like that, but I would incorporate it with more guys. And then because I would also like to see somebody exit the stage, like from underneath too. Yeah. That would be kind of cool too. Backstage. And more fireworks. We... I would have more people out there. Like, you know, when Kane would go out there and do the boom, I would yeah. have more people do stuff like that. Backstage, we've got the wild Sammy Owens. And they are talking to Becky briefly while she's walking through the backstage area. But they're also backstage when Imperium interrupts. And I love Kevin Owens' new gimmick of just blowing up at everything. I really love it. And they're, they're asking where Giovanni Vinci is. They're like, where's Baldy at? And then Adam Pierce rolls up and Kevin goes, there he is. I love that. That was that was a great touch, but there's Gunther is just one of the most perfectly booked people in wrestling right now. He wants to fight everybody and he wants every title. He's saying, we got our tag team match tonight. How about we make it for the titles? Please make it for the titles. Why wouldn't he want those titles, Denise? Why wouldn't he want to fight people? He always wins. Why the hell wouldn't he want it to be for a championship as well? This made a just a brilliant amount of sense, Denise, to me, this promo to set up the match. Yeah. Thumbs up. I like this. I like what they've been doing with Gunther. It's been a slow, uh, a slow, steady build because I still, still so much more that I want to see with Gunther happen that I'm like, they're building up to it though. So I'm not feeling too rushed. We got the match. Sammy and, and Owens end up winning. This was a absolute humper, a slapper, the type of match you want to see main event raw. And I love that they added some stakes to it. I didn't think that Sammy and Kevin Owens are going to win, but they added stakes to it. You knew Gunther wasn't going to take the pin either. Denise. Well, I'll, I'll talk about the, the intercontinental thing afterwards. Gunther passed uh, like 400 days, something like that recently. But was there ever any doubt here? Like, I mean, I think we pretty well knew Owens and Zane were going to win. Did you think there was any possibility of a hot potatoing? No, definitely not. Not even a little bit. And I was and I was able to watch like the first half of the match. And then I kind of started watching the game in the last couple of minutes. I was like, oops, sorry. But but from everything that I saw from the main event, it was really good. Um, and I was just happy that we got this period because one of the things that I didn't get to talk about also last week was that Kevin Owens Gunther match. I got to watch it on Friday. Uh, that's when I watched Raw on Friday and I couldn't believe it. I was so freaking invested in that freaking match. I mean, this was not near that. This was like a whole other thing. They need to run it back, man. They need to run back Kevin Owens, Gunther main stage, some sort of pay-per-view. I don't care which pay-per-view any of them. That was some good stuff. Sorry. I just needed to talk about that because I, I felt it was. I had FOMO not being able to talk about it last week. I'm really digging. I'm digging what we're seeing here out of Owens and Gunther and, Riddle got involved in this as well, and I loved it because they stood over Riddle as he was beaten down from Priest. Now, I don't know what that says, that Riddle is in position for an IC title match after just getting by, beaten by Priest. I would love Gunther to be like, no, you've got to earn it now. Sorry, you, you've got to go back and earn it because I don't face losers. 
I would really, really like that. Gunther passed a year as champion uh, this past week, but a fantastic match. Now, somebody says September 6th before Gunther eclipses Honky Tonk Man's record reign. The week before that, Denise, Raw is in Memphis. Honky Tonk Man. Oh, damn. Honky Tonk Man is from Memphis, Tennessee. What are you thinking here? I so badly want him to make an open challenge and I want Honky Tonk Man at 70 years old to come out. To take a chop from fucking Guther? And I just want Honky Tonk Man to evaporate. Like in Hocus Pocus where they just blow up and the little sparkles come out. (laughs) Exactly. Just, he will look like LeBron just threw him up in the air before a game. Like that's what I, that's what I want. I want him to just end Honky Tonk Man's life in kayfabe. Just Honky Tonk Man sells it like he's dead, and we don't never hear from Honky Tonk Man on WWE TV ever again. Because <laughs> now you got no reason to mention it. Now, here's the funny thing. I don't doubt that Honky Tonk Man might be like, I ain't doing that. Not that. No way I'll do that. No chance. Or ask for some ungodly amount of money. But if he's smart, he will at least get a payday out of his record getting broken. The record's going to get broken. Triple H is setting his own record books in, in store, all that good stuff. It Hold is on, happening. how old is he again? Honky Tonk, seven. Yeah. Okay, you want a 70-year-old man to go out there, take a shot from Gunther, and never be heard from again. But yet, you don't want him to get at least some sort of good paycheck out of it? No, no, no. I at do want him, him to get a good paycheck. A I good do. one, though. You were like not an ungodly amount. If like, I was a 70-year-old man sure. and going in there, I would ask for a shit ton of money to take a chop from for Gunther I would at too. my old age. But I ain't like, you know, you know Honky Tonk Man. He's going to ask for like a, a brand new Toyota Corolla or something like that. You know it's going to be something ridiculous. I'm not asking him to do it <laughs> for like Toyota green Corolla actors. ridiculous? That's not too ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous would be like a, a Lamborghini shop. or something. Listen, listen. Not a Toyota they, Corolla. They weren't going to pay Ricky Steamboat that for his last match. So <laughs> Honky Tonk Man getting it for a chop ain't going to happen. Like, listen, give him a good payday. But this guy was wrestling in in Tower, Minnesota, and Winona, Minnesota, and Chillicothe, Ohio. Kenner, Louisiana, West Allis, Wisconsin are some of the places he wrestled his last matches at. Listen. Want to see him chopped into dust. Bizarro Big L says Disney only has $200 million million liquid under from rumored bad crypto deal and may sell Star Wars back to Lucas rumored. And big props to Nakamura. You can see his effort in promos. When was the last time someone won a match from a Blue Thunder bomb? Sammy did in the last few years at some point. I just can't remember when. Nakamura is seeming more motivated lately, which is is good. I can't speak on Disney's finances, but listen, they got they got to have more than two hundred million liquid if they're they're interested in these this TV deal because they ain't gonna get it for anywhere near that. Oh, Denise, I've been so scatterbrained today, just thinking about Honky Tonk Man getting chopped really hard. Tell the people where they can find you on social media. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Those are the places as always. 
Can you guys, fix my freaking thing at some point? It's been like a uh, year, bro. You never fix my overlay. I've already done something today. Come on. Like, I've been asking for this for months. And can we please mean? match our font? No, <laughs> it drives I don't... me nuts, Sean. Yeah, I <laughs> And need put to. my handle. Didn't... I wish Melissa would just do it, rather. I wish Someone do it. I don't care who. Um... Zane beat AJ Styles with the Blue Thunder Bomb on September 26th on some year that was not 2023, like Luis says, because that hasn't happened yet. Unless unless Luis is predicting it. Uh, somebody says, shout out to Chillicothe. Woo. Uh, my uncle's from there. I wrestled there once. Wrestled in Chillicothe. Uh, it was not a great town. Anyway, leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. What's wrong with Chillicothe? I, I won. I won it a medal. Sounds like chill and coffee. Sorry, today's my first time that I ever heard of Chillicothe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody said tonight he did first time in forever. Well, yeah, I think they meant the last time, guys. We're we're aware that he did it tonight. We're talking about the time before this. Explain yourself, he... Sean. You're not explaining yourself. I didn't send the to damn the super chat, but you can send the super chats here on youtube.com slash fightful and over at humperchats.com. Again, we're here all week long. Don't forget, next week, Stephanie Chase is here with predictions for Forbidden Door. Until next time, we're out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.